wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. Once again, Movie Mayhem Podcast, your boys Matt, Brian, and uh, we are getting into November. That's right. Last week we did our, uh, if you may have, if you may have listened, it was a and d episode, right. which was probably recorded before Halloween. Uh, like yes. Maybe like a month or so before Halloween. Hey, d is timeless. It, yeah, it is, because we got a little busy by the end of the month, mm-hmm. uh, and we didn't really have time to record anything. Life, uh, life gets in the, the way. Life gets in the way, <laughs> but the... What's great about November is that there's been two major releases, not to mention next week, which I don't think we're going to be doing it for the show, but we might. Ghostbusters comes out next week. Oh, wow. But I don't know if I want to do it for the show. I don't know if I want to do it. It's too close it's to the too heart. Co- like, it's like, oh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's too sacred. I got too much riding on this. <laughs> but no, we, 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 were, we were blessed with the Netflix coming out with two movies. Mm-hmm. As they always do, uh, a Red Notice starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, all off the backs of three good, mo- good successful movies. Successful, I'd say. Yeah, but not. Wait, what good. was Gal in? Wonder Woman. Was that six, was that a success? I mean, for the streaming service, I think it was. Yeah, for okay. Stre- like for all streaming right, fair only. Enough. Sure. Like for that for that that type of I guess for that market to like for the appeal of it like. This is the first major release on a streaming service. Yeah, that's true. And what was The Rock coming off of? Tech Nine song? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the hustle, the power, no, seven bucks in my pocket. No, it's, um, it's about drive, it's about power, you know? Yeah, it's focus. Um, <laughs> it uh, He did Jungle Cruise? Oh, that's true. Yeah, Jungle Cruise he was just coming And The on. Rock told me on Instagram that that was successful. So. Yeah, yeah but he, tried, him, he tried very hard to tell us that was very successful. Yes. Uh, and Ryan Reynolds coming off Free Guy. Right, and I think Free Guy was... Actually, See, Free Guy was the only one that was actually right? financially successful. Right. Even though we all saw the movie before it came out, I because know. there was so much of it in the trailer. There was a new trailer released every week for the Jesus. past the six months before the movie. I already came know out. everything that happens. Yeah. yeah. And after it, we all found out what happens in it anyway. That there's a Chris Evans cameo. I didn't know that. Oh, well, there's a Chris Evans cameo. Thanks Are you gonna go that. watch Free Guy? Thanks for that. Well, when it comes out on streaming, I it is. Gonna... It's on Disney Plus. Ah, shit. <laughs> Oh, but that just happened today. No, it came out on like last month. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I botched that. Yeah, I didn't know it was Disney. You haven't seen one of those like those Instagram posts where they take a movie clip and put a different song over it to make it have a deeper meaning than what it normally means. I, I can imagine it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like oh, Chris Evans, he has a Captain America shield. Like oh. No, oh, that's cool. Like, I guess. Who cares? Yeah. Whatever. But this we we didn't do Red Notice. Uh no we so no. Yeah. We had a choice between Red Notice and... The Harder They Fall, mm-hmm. starring every cool actor yeah. in the last three years. Uh, <laughs> Except Idris, because he's been out there forever. Idris has been out there forever. Regina, Regina King's been out there forever. Zazie Beat's been out there for a while. She has been, yeah. Um, but Jonathan Major's really stepping in. I was going to say that I'd say probably like the two top uh, actors like under 35, maybe? Yeah, right. Lakeith Stanfield and and Jonathan Majors, yeah, <laughs> uh, and they were both in it, yeah, and they were damn good. <laughs> like you got 
Oh man! Uh, but the thing is, I think there are some major problems. But the In first, the movie? Oh, for sure. But the first one I will say, and I'll get it out of the way right now. Not enough with Keith. Yo, every scene he was in, I think the man, had, the man's a scene stealer. We've done movies with him in it before. Uh, we've talked about other things that he is in before, and we were going to do a movie that he stars in, but I think our schedules didn't line up for the uh, Sorry to Bother You review. That's right. Uh, That's right. But we, 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 we are stands of the Stanfield. <laughs> I'm just going to say. Yeah, we stand Stanfield. We stand Stanfield. Everything, every single scene. Like the train scene, probably my favorite scene in the movie. It's, it is a... Nice introduction to that character about 30 minutes into the movie. Well, pacing is definitely a, one of the big problems with the movie, for sure. This movie is a it's a Wild West tale uh, following, uh, I guess, African Americans through the... It, it really doesn't touch on any aspect of the Wild West besides that... that that's where they are. That's where they are? Yeah. There's no like, oh, well, there's like the big, th- like the big steam engine, like Thomas Edison's light bulb's coming to town. It's like... <laughs> It's not just like they're there, and it's like, okay, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, so it was advertised as a black western. Yes. You know, a western with all black actors. And, uh, you know, when you're watching it, they definitely, I mean, that's definitely what it is, but at the same time, you're watching it just to see a, to see a good movie. Yeah. You know, to see a, a good action movie, a good western as movie. both of us who have elderly fathers... Yes. Uh, we have both seen our fair share of westerns. Yes. I will say that, you know, to bridge the gap of our unity here, Facts. <laughs> is that I know my dad has made me watch a lot of uh, Clint Eastwood movies. Uh-huh. Uh, not so much John Wayne. He wasn't a big John Wayne mm. fan. Uh, but a lot of Clint Eastwood. And, like, Sergio Leone, like, yeah. the spaghetti western. So I, like, could pick out some right. references going, like, oh, what about that one? What my about... dad, uh, every, if I, when I, okay, say, uh, there's a western channel. Mm-hmm. Once my dad found that out, uh, <laughs> every every day, I can tell you right now, I'll text you at 11 o'clock. Right. Uh, my dad will be sitting in the kitchen uh, watching a Western. Yeah. He watches Westerns every single day. I think there's something about, there's something great about Western that lost its luster the f- better filmmaking technology has become. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the more... You think it's like a relic of the past? Kind of. Like left it, in the dust? Like, it kind of became a dead genre Yeah, for a little while. For sure. Where you see, like, oh, it's a Western. It's like, oh, I don't know about this one. But, like, <laughs> it's... And I even brought it up to you when we were watching it. Like, yeah. there's a bit of a time jump. So you were introduced to our main character as a child. Yes. And then it's, like, some years later. It's, like, the great thing about the West when they do some years later is, like, Nothing fucking changes. Right. It's right. pretty much like oh, it's, it, it was, was it was bleak back then. Yes. And now it's now barren it's, now. A few years later, <laughs> it's actually still bleak. Yeah, it's still very um, bleak. But the aesthetic and everything, the living conditions, they all say the same because I think you know that's something that we take for granted is how uh, the how much the industrial revolution really right. um, accelerated our our progress at least in in the Western world, where um, like again if you look at the 1920s to right. the 1950s to the 1960s, 70s, 80s, 90s, they're all so distinct yes. in the culture, the technology, the, the aesthetic. Um, yeah. Whereas, like, I think any everywhere from, like, the 1850s to, like, the 1900s... There's, like, you can't tell me... If you make a movie pre-Civil War and post-Civil War, right. I could not tell the difference unless someone said, 
Oh, this is post Civil War. Uh, yeah, I think you'd have to be. I think you'd have to be kind of a history nerd, right, to like know the differences in like architecture, clothing. Yeah, you know. it's like oh, he had four buttons on the right hand side of his right. shirt. That means it's from eighteen forty seven on. It's the like, spokes in that carriage weren't invented <laughs> until eighteen seventy. What are they doing? He didn't have a. He didn't have a fold in his hat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he didn't have steam technology. You're back doing then. everything wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's that's. More, it's more or less. I think the the differences between yeah. the you know the, the the I guess the years within that right that yeah. era. It, it's not like decade. Uh, like I don't I, I don't know if you've seen the the TV show The Goldbergs. Um, or, I, I yeah 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 yeah. Where it's like it's a decade. Mm-hmm. Oh, and in nineteen eighty something. So right. in, within this decade, this happened. Right. But like it's an era, so it's like within this era, like who cares a shit? Like, exactly. like if it happened at the end of it or the beginning of it, it doesn't matter. It happened here, which is interesting because even with if, and then you get to the '90s where it gets even faster, where like even the beginning of the '90s towards the end of the '90s, yeah, very different. Yeah, because I mean, to because in the beginning of the '90s it was still kind of that hangover of the '80s, and mm-hmm. then at the end of it, it's the fucking Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> It's like we just started wearing like fucking like long shorts. It's like okay, well now. Uh... <laughs> it's like what tie dye shirt? Like yeah. neon neon colored shirts? Cool. Okay, well now it's the fucking Matrix. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, but no, the movie definitely. I think there is okay. So there's gonna be people who will say that if you haven't, if you if you like this movie, you've never seen a true western, because of course there there. Are elements to a western that this doesn't keep to, you know. For yeah. example, um, there's not like ten hours of people just like cooking up rats in the woods talking about <laughs> you know what it means to be a man. Right. You know, um, it the movie it has its pacing issues, but I feel that westerns have the some of the most horrendously slow pacing. I've, my dad's been watching westerns his whole life, right. and I've yet to see one till the end. You know? I feel yeah. I also feel like I've never fully completed a western at all because it's like yeah. Even uh, he doesn't complete yeah. them. It's like okay, watch, enough, so, enough, right. un- enough until the news starts. Right, exactly. <laughs> he just has it on. You're gonna see okay, which Native American tribe are they killing this time? Right, and or are they befriending now? Right, yeah, because yeah, sometimes that happened too. They would yep. befriend one of the good ones, right. and, uh, and you know, and whatever problematic like. Uh, conventions they have at the time until he has to do what he has to do. Yep. So even though he loves them, even he doesn't like go by like you know like movies like Shane, like the Clinton movies, like, like those. He, yeah. He, like I'm, the good, the bad, the ugly, yeah. the man with no name, a fistful of dollars. Yeah, the trilogy. He's yeah. seen them all like front to end, and yeah. he'll and he knows Unforgiven? them. Unforgiven. That's a good one. He he'll know if he sees it. Okay, yeah. that's the that's an old that's. He the, puts it on the screen. If you put yeah. Unforgiven on, he'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's Unforgiven." Because yeah. there there was a time in the '90s where a couple of filmmakers got some westerns. So like Tombstone came out. Mm. Um, the other one about fucking uh, the shootout at the OK Corral. I forget. It's a Doc Holiday and all them and White Earp. A oh, White Earp. That's one came out. Mm. So yeah, like I think Tombstones with Kurt Russell and Dal Kilmer. Uh, oh yeah, okay. Now yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, then yeah. there was uh, the Quick and the Dead, where it's like I think that was Sam Raimi. Sam, oh, Sam really? Raimi. Sam Raimi did a western coming off like the back of like the Evil Dead trilogy. Dark Man. Yeah. <laughs> he did a western the movie. Western with this with I think Leonardo DiCaprio was in it, and Sharon Stone. It's a weird fucking Plus movie. That man, he's weird as hell. And it's got all the Sam Raimi like trope shots, mm-hmm. where it's like the spinning like close oh, up and like. Kind of some wild shit, and it it all kind of also comes from Sergio Leone, who 
was a big Italian filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood fucking loved working with him mm-hmm. to the point where when he stopped, when Sergio Leone stopped making movies, that's what Clint Eastwood would take over, and that's where he got a lot of his style from. Right. A lot of the far shot, close up, far shot, close right. up. That's was one of his staples, and like the you know, there's also like in this, there's so many, so many group shots. Yeah, which you know. Cool if you could do them. They look good. But there's a limit to how many you get. Right. <laughs> right. And I think that's another thing that the movie kind of suffered from, where I think it emphasized, like, style so much. Yeah. Like, like, and it did. Like, it nailed... There's a bunch of shots where it's... Uh, they nailed the zoom-ins, the farther back. Yep. You know, and they're classic, like, Western shots. And it's almost like the movie set out to prove that that Western style of, like, those Western... Not the not that the whole movie is a Western style of filmmaking, but... Right. Just that those like cinema, those like cinematography kind of uh, yeah. uh, uh, staples can still be used effectively. Yeah, and that they succeeded on. The cinematographer of this also was the cinematographer for Jojo Rabbit. Oh, another cool. movie we did in which we I don't think we did. I don't know if we complimented the cinematography of it, but but we should because we should have because it was nice. It was it good. Was nice. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's the at the um, the cost for that. Yeah. Is that we maybe had one or two too many group shots. You know, we, um, yeah. the, I think the pacing was slowed by, by things like that. Um, but, you know, it, you, you give and you take. And I think that's the thing with this movie. You, it's, a, it's a big give and take. Right. For every, like, shot, like, in the screen, like, in the train scene where um, he's like, oh, I'll kill everyone in here. And then everyone oh, behind yeah. him takes out a gun. Yeah, As, For so every cool. awesome shot like yeah. that, there's a Zazie Beats going to the to Idris's like, saloon. Saying, and, well, you know who I am. Right. And my friend is the guy trying to kill you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let's do business. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's, a, it's a stupid, it's like a... So there is... One major spoiler, which we will try to stay away from for for the time being. Uh, we're only 13 minutes in, so we yeah. when we do, we're gonna probably start talking about the story eventually. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, I think anytime like Keith Stanfield was on there, you knew you were gonna see some cool shit. Hell yeah! And it wasn't like cool, like oh he's gonna do a backflip out of a fucking like helicopter or something. It's like no, it's like he's gonna like saunter into the screen. Yeah. And he's going to look to the right and to his left, and it's like, you're going to feel it. Right. And you're just like, yeah, it's a good shot. Yeah. Like, it's so simple. Like, it's just basically, he's he's in the middle of the, he's perfectly in the, perpendicular, and mm-hmm. he's in the middle. Mm-hmm. The symmetry of each side of the, the shot is like, oh, this is fucking good. And then he'll say something that resonates. And it's like, ooh, shit. It's like someone wrote a different script for him than <laughs> the rest of the movie. He wrote it, and he's like, all right, I'm going to. Like, he's like, listen, I'm just going to say this Him instead. and um, Delroy Lindo. Yeah, both had the like who could say the hardest shit Dude, at the same. I, I thought Delroy Lind. I thought for sure. I mean, it'd be a spoiler, but for me to say, uh, for me to finish that sentence, yeah. but Delroy Lindo also was a, a great, a, a great have in the cast. He, because he says a line where only I think a, an actor of his stature and his could pull prestige could pull yeah, off. Yeah. Where it's like, and it's the same thing. Like you can give away the line. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I don't think I'm gonna gonna correlate it to if anyone's there's a. I think it was in a recent Batman run. Where, like, Bat- like in the in the thing, like Batman, like kind of goes on this whole like, he gets beat up. He's like, you know, every fucking night I hear the same shit. I'm gonna kill you, Batman. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill you. But here I am. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. There you go. I know that comic. Yeah, I know that comic. <laughs> but like he said, he says something, but so much more like compact. It's like, yeah. The, uh, I think Jonathan Major goes. You know, I might be fixing to kill you. It's like, yeah, a lot of men fix, but they all end up the same way. <laughs> yeah. 
like it's, it's, they all end up dead. A lot of people fixing a lot of people fixing plans, but they die before the fixing's done or something. Right. Yeah. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit! Like if that was said by somebody <laughs> who like a younger character or anything, and you'd be like, bullshit. Right. But with him, it's like. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, okay, this is the guy that that's been because he's the only lawman in right. the movie. The only true lawman. Yeah, the only true lawman, and you kind of get the idea from him saying that. It's like, all right, he's he's become the the only lawman around right. by surviving. Yeah, you know, by killing. Exactly. It's like it's it. Like, like to compare to other movies, like to compare to like the Hateful Eight or to compare mm-hmm. to to Django, uh, which that that joke tweet was correct where. Yeah, Quentin, oh, for sure. For Quentin sure. Tarantino couldn't get past one Western without saying the N-word 48 times. This movie didn't even say it once. Not even once. Yeah. And I wouldn't say that that Tarantino's movie was more authentic. I no. wouldn't say that, you know. No. And I don't think either were authentic. No, I think you know, it, it, both were very, like, hyper... Yeah. Hyper-violent, hyper... Whatever, but like... Well, even, like, the storyline... Like, I, neither storyline was very authentic in that. I don't think they either might have... I don't think either fully represented what the Wild West was for... The old, also, Django didn't even take place in the West. No, it didn't. It took place in the South. Right. Also, a lot of the white people were like cartoon characters. Yeah. They were like Yosemite Sam on yeah. fucking meth. <laughs> oh, you mean in this movie or in or both? No, no. I mean, there were like three white people in this movie. Right. <laughs> and they were like pretty... Except for that one bank teller. Mm-hmm. They're like, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> <But>, right. <laughs> I mean, that we'll, we'll talk about that soon. Yeah. But, uh... But yeah, you know, so the so the movie and it it starts off by telling you, it from from what we think it starts off by telling you exactly what we what it's about. Right. A kid, uh, Idris Elba comes kills his kid's parents, yes. and he swears revenge. Idris Elba playing um, Rufus Buck mm-hmm. comes in like the goddamn Grim Reaper. Yeah. Doesn't say a word, just walks in, and the man who playing. Uh, Jonathan Major, Nat Love's father, it's like, please don't. It's like, you're thinking, like, oh, man, like, this is a bad dude. Yeah. You don't get any, like, clue into who he is to this to this man. You don't get any clue into what their relationship is. All you know is, like, so you have to go on, like, a preconceived notion of Western movies. Like, either he owes him money. Right, that's what I thought. He's, you know, just a he bad man. He did him dirty. He did yeah. him dirty. Yeah, he, like, a deal went wrong. Right. And he's here to, he's here to collect. He's here to collect. Yeah. And Idris, without a fucking word... Kills it, absolutely kills it. Him and yeah, and because like yeah, oh, kills the scene. Yes, Kill, kills them. Kills yes, a, yes, yes. <laughs> he kills. He kills. Um, Nat loves mother and father, mm-hmm. and then carves a cross into Nat's head. Yeah, and then we are off to the right. races. Right, and I think the whole first, the whole first uh, act there is great introductions because from there we get Nat's introduction yes. with the scorpion, and that's very cool. Yep. From there we get uh, Buck and. Uh, so Jim and, and I forget. The, oh, Jim and Billy. Yeah, was it Billy? Yeah, it's Cherokee. I know there's Cherokee Bill. Well, there's Cherokee Bill. There's Billy. Uh, oh yeah, Bill Pickett. Bill Pickett yeah, yeah, yeah. and Jim. And Jim Buckworth. Jim Buckworth. And, though, they, and they had a great intro. Too I thought they, the, the way that they like interacted. I thought they were like brothers. Yeah. Right. They, I thought they, like they, 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 they like they, they had such they a tight. like a, a brotherly bond. Yeah, for like, sure. Um, but I also just think that was on-screen chemistry. True. Yeah, they were just really good together. Yeah. Um, and then from there, you get a, a great intro to, you know, tru- uh, Treacherous Trudy and Lakeith Stanfield, Cherokee Bill. Bill. Cherokee Bill. And he was, at, that was the, probably my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah. Then you get a great intro to to um, to Mary Fields. Yes. So 
and and that first act getting getting everything together getting the story going okay it turns out uh you know Nat killed everyone that he thought was responsible that, that is kind of a he started a Robin Hood-esque band kind of uh, but he also has a side quest of killing everybody involved with exactly. his parents' death. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, he gets a lead on Rufus uh, that he can't he can't refuse. Yep. And uh, that is sort of where the story goes. Yes. Um, but it takes at least an hour before it gets there. Yeah, but I was going to say that hour was fun. That hour yeah. was cool. After that, I think that between that and once they go to once they interact with Rufus the gang find, the gang interacts with Rufus that sounds like an always sunny line yeah. the gang interacts yeah. with Rufus <laughs> but like once they kind of are in the same like sphere as Rufus and Tre- Treacherous Trudy and, and Cherokee Bill it kind of slows down yeah. to a point and then it just goes oh wait a minute let's go right. let's speed it up right. a little bit and it's almost it's crazy because like the movie, so that first half where they're introducing everyone, they're setting the stage. Mm-hmm. It's all building up to this confrontation in this town yeah. that Rufus is running. But they go to the town like three, four times before the climax. Right. So first they send uh, Mary in, which, which was, was an inexplicably bad plan. It was her call to go in. Right. Uh, she said that she could sneak in on, in plain sight because she's been buying buying uh, rest uh, buying uh, saloons. Which, Which is a ridiculous thing, because when she got there, everyone knew who she was. Yeah, they and knew um, exactly... Immediately what, pulled out a gun on her. Immediately! Oh my god! Yeah. Like, how did you think that would work? Silly, silly plan. Yeah. And then you're thinking, like, okay, so now he's got to figure out a way to get in there and save her, and that's going to be the climax. Right. No, next scene, he goes in, right? And they figure it out, like, okay. And they figure out immediately what he's about. Yeah. Right? And so, now you're like, okay, well... That wasn't the climax either. So, uh, and then he gets sent on another. Then he gets sent on a side quest. Right. Which, when you hear that, you're like, wait, okay, so this is the plot now. Right. Like that, we're an hour and a half in, and you're now introducing the plot. Yeah. But then that scene's a throwaway scene, and they come back, and now that's the now again. Now this is the climax. Yeah. Now they're actually going to do right the plan. But it's like, it's that for me that was an incredibly jarring. Um, I don't know. Like, Forty minutes. <laughs> yeah, that whole second act was just like, all right. So the good guys are incompetent, right? The right. bad guys are merciless, but also. But that's the thing. Like at a point, I was like, who are the bad guys? Because Rufus is is in control of a town, but he only takes control of the town because the mayor slash sheriff soul was so corrupt. He sold the town off, and then he's. Was like, well, no, they, they sh- these people own this land. They should have their stake. And then after he kicks the mayor out, he's like, okay, well, now you people who live here owe me fifty thousand dollars, right? Or you're gonna get shot. It's like, well, what? What's the difference between exactly. getting kicked out or being murdered? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that, and that's one of the obviously one of the problems with the plot was like, okay, so his goal and and Trudy's talking about like, I believe in 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 what he and what he stands for. She's, but it's yeah, like, she's a she's. She's loyal through and she, through to yeah, him. Yeah, she's been down since day one. But it's like, how? What are you trying to build here? You know? Yeah, I think. And you're and like, how do you expect this town to thrive if you're taking all the money? Right, and it wasn't like there was some like mustache twirling bad guy, yeah. like a, other ba- like an alpha bad guy, like right. a, like Rufus could have been turned out to be like the beta bad guy, and there's like a like the evil banker. 
It's like, I'll foreclose this town if you don't nope. give me $50,000. That wasn't it's it. like, nope, it's just, we're going to get $50,000 and we'll give it to the government. What? That, right. What? Isn't uh, the government the ones that are after you yeah, guys? Like, them? I mean, they're pardoned, so. Yeah, but like, okay, so you think that you give them money? Do you know how this, <laughs> this government worked at that time? They don't care. No. Yeah, it's, it's, it was weird. It was yeah. weird. Um, but yeah, so they seemed like they didn't really know what they were doing in that town. The good guys seemed like they had no idea how to accomplish their goal. And it just seemed like them kind of just going back and forth until they figured out, it okay, was, so we, we're going to kill each other? All right, let's just kill each other. It's It was basically two cool guys who answered the question wrong, but would have refused to admit they answered yes. the question wrong? Yes. It's yes. Like, well, uh, and they're having the whole conversation under this pretense of this answer that neither of them know. Right. Yes. That's <laughs> how the second act felt. Yeah, it was like, uh, and even like, you would think, okay, um, at a time, like maybe uh, Stagecoach Mary, which maybe she's smarter than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's got like an inside track. Maybe she could play, play like her feminine wiles and kind of like trick them. Nope. Nope. The only, like, I, as much as I do like Zazie Beats, mm-hmm. I think the only fleshed out female character is Treacherous Trudy. Yeah. Because it's Regina King. And if she only had one, like, Two minutes of dialogue, and it was that speech he gave her. Mm-hmm. That was it. That's you can all I give, needed. You can give her a. She can give you a look and right. flesh out her character. Yeah. Oh you my know? god. Like to be fair, is it Zazie's fault that Stagecoach Mary was uh, just a damsel in distress? Nope. No. She. She. You know, she's just the actress. But there was a time where you said like, oh, so she's just a damsel now. Right. And I was like, they. It can't be that easy. Right. It can't be that she's just the damsel now. And no, she was just the damsel. She was just the, the entire, damsel. Yeah. The entirety of the of the movie. I it it's kind of nuts like that's how it happened like because I would have thought they would like okay, given the time and the tools, like the enough space has passed between this this the the bygone era of like oh here comes a strong man coming into town or here comes someone to set justice right and the then there's the lady, I would have thought they're like okay well you know, that like, maybe she goes in and she just fucking starts shooting it's like yeah fuck it I'm gonna start shooting you right it's like oh that'd be cool yeah. Just to get an audience with them, she plays the whole, like, whatever. It's like, fuck it, I'm just going to bang. But then she would have died. But then that would have added some more stakes. Oh, yeah. It would have been, like, like, oh, like, now I'm just going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I expected at some point for her to to die. Right. To to raise this. I thought that would be her role, too. Yeah. When she got got taken. But uh, I guess guess not. So, yeah, it's... um, it's weird because they set her up as a strong character. Her intro is really strong. Yeah. And they're like, okay, so they're they're playing off. Like, in Westerns, there's not a lot of... Well, there's like... I guess there's like feisty female characters, but at the end of the day, their agency is really just like to be saved by the man. Right. You know, and that's like... That's just how things were with Westerns. Um, you'll have someone that'll like give them a lot of jib and like, right. you know, really like talk, talk back to them and oh, stuff. Oh, you got a real... Right, the the, yeah. yeah, like you know, you 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 stay out of my father's shop, you right? Hear? And then he'll like you know like grab her and like shake her and then like make out with her and, uh, and that's <laughs> that's how it's done. You know what I mean? Give it's, a good shake and a kiss. Yeah, like like a fucking magic eight ball. <laughs> and uh, and that was how they wrote female characters back the, the then. The sign says please no, and it's still don't even right. care about it. But in this one, it was cool because she like punches him in the face and actually rocks him. She she it's it's kind of fun where they Jonathan Majors uh, Nat Love. And uh, Stagecoach Mary meet in Stagecoach Mary's bar, mm-hmm. and she walks up to him. They have this really nice moment where they kiss. She's like, "I just want you to remember what it was," and then she knocks him in the face and she's like, "Cause this is what it is now." Yeah, 
was like, and that was cool. I was like, that was really cool. Yeah. All to have it end with like, maybe I'll just go to jail. <laughs> I mean, I liked her character because in the beginning, because right. it was like, all right, she where like she doesn't the uh, the whole she's kind of playing against the idea of like the man going off on these adventures and just stopping by and and you know um, for a pit stop at home while she's just there right. while, waiting on him and her not wanting to that life for herself and being like look you know you're just not an available man even if you don't know it right you know and uh, and I got my own business and, uh, I got my own things going I changed my life after you left right. you know? if she stuck her guns with that right. I thought that would have been more interesting yeah so when she when she denied his proposal I thought that was a good move yeah. I thought that was cool you know, um, like really establish here that she that she is has she's doing her own thing. You mm-hmm. know, and that lost love is in the, is exactly what it is. It's it's world building. It's in the past. You right. know, um, but they they couldn't pull the trigger on that. It seems. No. Um, they had all this time that they didn't know what to do with. Yeah. In the end, I think this movie suffers from what a lot of westerns suffer from, in that the bad guys end up being the more interesting crew. I think the thing is they wanted to have it both ways where the, the good guys were bad guys mm-hmm. and the bad guys also were bad guys. Where everybody wore like... Well, everyone's an outlaw. Everyone's an outlaw. Yeah. So you don't know... In a, in a world of outlaws, you don't know who's the good guy. Well, well Delroy Lindo's the good guy. Delroy Lindo's the good guy. Yeah. But you see there's another lawman that um, fucking... Dean Cole. That De- yeah, that Dion Cole played yeah, and Cole, he was right. not a good guy. No, and uh, very hard to understand. No, you mean speaking? Yeah. yeah. Well, he had a, he had a he grill. Had, so. He had grills on, yeah. But it's like, um, I know Dion Cole's mostly known for comedy, and I, he was known for comedy in this too. Yeah, he yeah. was kind of yeah. He kind of got slapped around real hard, like mm-hmm. kind of like viciously. The, the speech to Idris before, and yeah, he's, and he's not actually talking to him. Eating the grossest steak mm-hmm. I have ever seen on film. Yeah, that was uh, that that was that was rarer than a than a shiny Pokemon, right? Was, <laughs> <laughs> and a holographic Charizard. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I, I did I do like his I did like his like you know you can't come in here Rufus book I'm done the sheriff here it's like someone knocks on the door it's like oh c- c- come in yeah yeah it's like yeah that's funny but it's like okay and then he just like became another guy hmm. yeah like he like normally like and he did blow two people up mm-hmm. which is cool but normally they, those guys are like the wild cards where they just do whatever. Mm-hmm. But they'll just kind of cause chaos throughout town. So, like, he'll just walk behind things and, like, and, like, blow shit up or, like, shoot somebody. Like, but there was never really, like, any, like, the one guy who he could have killed, Del Orlando blew up and you saw his right arm. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, he could have got, he could have killed, he could have gotten revenge on the three guys who were supposed to guard him. Yeah. But that would have been good. They split those guys up. Yeah. And also, they were not recognizable. No, I didn't even realize those were the guys he blew up. No. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I, I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. Um, so that just goes to show. But, you know, I think we're ragging on the movie a lot now, but it, yeah, I think I that, don't, but there I was don't a lot to. Yeah, but there there was a lot to like. Here's what I'll say. Besides a lot of the cinematography, I thought the sets were mm-hmm. outstanding. Very clean. It yeah. was, yeah, exactly. It was very clean. Yeah. Which, uh, a little too clean for a Western, right. but. It's like they just built this shit up yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but. The, uh, was it, Ro- it was Rosewood? No, was it Rose- Redwood? Redwood, I'm sorry, Redwood, um, and the White Town? White Town, uh, Mary, Mary something? Ma- no, yeah. Ma- Maysville. Maysville, yeah. Maysville. Uh, I thought looked, like, the color that they use, like, uh, in, in Redwood, it was, like, there was 
green buildings, there were blue buildings, there was this big, it was a big purple house with these big beautiful windows, uh, and then it was all kind of shadowed by a, like a, a lone church, white, a white on white with, with a black cross on it. Outstanding. Looked great. It was very tight. It looked like there's only like people live people just walking back and yeah. forth from the street with like really yeah. no goal. But that's a right. western. It's supposed to be a whole town, but yeah. you could just see this one avenue, and that's really all the geography you need. Right. You know, it was very like Blazing Saddles, mm-hmm. like with how it's like it's just like it's just a one street. Yes, that's the whole town. <laughs> yes, all town. It was Danny from uh from Doom Patrol. Right. <laughs> just one street, but so, uh, and, yeah. And then you go to uh, Maysville. Maysville, which is they said it's a white town. And when you walk in, and they walked in, and to, like for them to stay, they were gonna stand out anyway. Right. But they stood out so like vibrantly because because of the color. The color the was color so choice. bleached out. It was like white sand, white wood, white buildings, white signs. There was a green door, just like just out in the out there. And then there was a bunch of people wearing gray, and you're like, damn. Yeah. We got no culture. Because even from the <laughs> well, to be fair, that's not what I think most like white towns actually. No, it look was. Like. I think it was supposed. It was supposed like stylized. Yeah, it was a stylistic yeah. choice to, to create that dichotomy. But I was like, yeah. Because even the outfits on the on and all the black actors like were a lot more colorful than right. you know most. Like you know, you had Jim's like r- like bright red handkerchief. Even like uh, Cherokee Bill, like he had on like that that deep blue shirt and yep. purple scarf. D- like, uh, De Orlando had a yellow bow tie. Yeah. Like, there were a lot of, like, I mean, the majorities of the colors were browns and blacks, but, right. like, uh, fucking Rufus's velvet, the satin oh, jacket. yeah. I mean, that looked, woof, tight. Woof. Good look. But, uh, but yeah, no, but they. because yeah, you, you even mentioned it. Like, he got dressed in, like, just this, this kind of, like, drab, like, white undershirt, gray vest, gray like, pants. Him to look a little better than that. And then he walks out with this fucking, like, Willy Wonka. God mask. damn. <laughs> like, velvet jacket. <laughs> really like, was. Like, Holy shit. Yeah. Yep. It's like, but, that's yeah. why, because that has to stand out. Yeah. Like, so I think those color choices, I mean, I think it's a little more colorful than to than like for a Western movie. I think there's yeah. like a, but that was a choice that was made. Yeah. That wasn't Cause, yeah, just cause like. No, normally, and you could tell like also the, like the cameras that were used were definitely like, like higher def yeah. cameras. Like, cause at the end they did switch up to what looked like regular film. Interesting. Grainy. Yeah. Kind of, when they were showing them riding off to the sunset, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, like the. the the aspect ratio changed. The, yeah. the whole thing is kind of like, kind of like looked a little bit more compressed. Yeah, you just heard a whip in the background. Like, whoosh. And it, and even in the beginning, they like when they did the introduction, like the the intro, they had the whole film reel kind of mm-hmm. like the click and the mm-hmm. kind of yep. come in. And I thought like, oh, would that be cool if there was a fil- like a grain on this film to yeah. kind of look like a like a western? But but no, it was shot very modern. Yeah, very like modern. as far as like the the film quality. There was definitely a drone. There was yeah, like for sure. forty drones used because sure. even that like you called it out the one shot would you see uh, Rufus looking out. Oh yeah, that zoom that yeah. that, that close up was really really. I mean, I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely a drone flying down the street. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was a lot of uh, interesting shots like that. A lot of uh, interesting framing. A lot of like the again the colors and 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 the lighting was just. Very very cool. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the thing. I think I enjoyed watching this movie. That I, I enjoyed looking at this movie. Right. You know, I like watching it's, it. Like like expecting like a. a I, I think if you're going in this this expecting like a, a thick plot, you know, like a like a banger script, you're not gonna get it. Right. You're not gonna get it. 
But if you want to look at this movie, if you want if you want to watch like black cowboys do cool shit and say cool shit, this is it. This is the movie. Yeah, there is a lot. Like I feel like it, I I hate because it does sound like we're killing it for it, but like it's kind of a positive where it is just like they're just trying to do cool shit. Yeah, like sometimes that's all you need in a movie. Right. Like some movies don't have to be, you know, contemplative and like they have to, like oh you know they. They have to like have like every word they say is like compressed with the guilt of other things. It's like no, it's like <laughs> fuck it. Like I'm just gonna shoot you because you know I'm a, I'm a goddamn cowboy. Like fuck it. Like yeah. Like that's it. Like there was no other pretense to this movie but just like criminals first criminals. Yeah. Who's the who's the worst? Who's the best criminal? It's not that deep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think, but also the, and the movie like while the characters not they might not all have a lot of depth and while the story doesn't have a lot of depth. The, there's so much charisma coming from the cast right. that you it, it's easy to let yourself get... For me, I thought it was easy to let myself get invested in some of the characters because, well, one, maybe it's maybe it's actor recognition. Right. It's like, I don't want Delroy Lindo to die. He always dies. Poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy. He, every movie is in, he dies. Poor Delroy. He's so good at dying. Yeah. Um, but but he, he, he is extremely charismatic. He is extremely... Yeah. He has so much... Uh, Gravitas. Yeah, they're strong actors. Yeah, you know, um, I want to see uh, fucking treacherous Trudy get her ass kicked because Regina King's a fantastic actor. Uh, also, I think she did a lot of her stunts because they showed her face. They a showed lot. her face a lot, and as two guys who watch a lot of action movies, like you could kind of tell when they swap it a stunt double. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like obviously the big bumps were were not her, but right. Yeah, it looks like she was. She yeah. was in there throwing some fucking haymakers, mm-hmm. and Zazie Beetz stunt double took some. And Regina shots. King's fifty. Yeah. Regina King is 50. Wouldn't, couldn't tell it. Yeah. Her and J-Lo just like Fountain of Youth. It <laughs> is 50 and they're moving like they're like they're 29. I think that they're... The, that's the thing. I think there's like... Maybe Keanu has like started up a new wave of like older actors doing action. Because it was like the Liam Neeson like oh, 50 cuts and then we have an action scene. And like yeah, that was Bruce a... Willis just farting through another movie. Yeah, yeah. But like people actually like, I'm going to give a shit. Like I'm going right. to go like... Let's see what happens. But I think, yeah. Um, so, uh, let's talk a little bit about the performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the story is the story. It's not great. It's not It's not going to blow you away. Right. Uh, and once you start figuring out kind of stuff, the, well, the one major plot twist was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, it was kind of like, all right, a little too, a little, yeah, a little, like, right. a, little a little late for that. It was like, okay. a, yeah, it was, yeah, exactly. Like you didn't really set that up in the beginning, but right. sure, whatever, go for it. Uh, but I think, yeah, it is the performances and how they acted and how they presented themselves and how they, you know, how if you would like if you would really see like a full movie with of that character. Mm-hmm. Like I think right now at the top, obviously I would I would there's three people at the top I would see, I would see. Nat Love have his own series. Mm. I would like that. Like, kind of a, a, a Robin Hood-esque type character. Right. Uh, a Treacherous Trudy. Yeah. I would fucking see the shit out of that. Yep. And I would see a Cherokee Bill. Cherokee Bill! Which uh, is not how anyone said his name. I don't know why I'm saying it that way. Because <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just bought into it. I did. <laughs> the mythos. The mythos of Cherokee Bill. Uh, I thought um, Bill Pickett and yeah. uh, Jim Buckwood didn't get enough play. I, I they kind of just popped in and out of scenes. They're like... Oh, oh, okay. We're, oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're true. Yeah. Uh, Idris Elba. This is me personally, so if you have anything different mm-hmm. to say, please mm-hmm. interject. Uh, I thought Idris Elba also did not get a lot. I agree. And also, they didn't set up how much of a 
bad guy he was. Oh, really? I thought that I thought it was pretty I think when he beat the shit out of Dion Cole, it was like, all right, he's a bad man. It's like, yeah, he's a bad man, but Dion Cole's just, a goof. I thought he was bad just based on the reverence of his crew. And you saw on the train, like, how bad his crew was. Yeah. I was like, all right, if these guys are baddies and they're loyal to... I mean, they were baddies. They were baddies. But they were also... They were very, very bad people. And they're loyal to him and they respect him. But the He thing must is, be real bad. But the thing is, they... So, in that train scene, which is awesome. I think they use it as a trailer. They use it at the beginning of the trailer. Mm. They run run into some Union soldiers mm-hmm. who you then find out that uh, Rufus has been pardoned, right. but the general is a corrupt guy who killed women and children. So they kill them, and you're like, and his crew killed women and children. Yeah. So you're like, oh, okay, they deserved it then. Well, that was the price for him being pardoned. Right. right. But right. I'm saying, like, if they were just like, if they were just like normal guys, like, well, we can't leave any survivors. Like our, yeah. well, well, and they did old habit, old habits die hard. No, yeah, I mean that was that, yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, I think, wait, was that supposed to me? Oh, uh, so you're saying like that didn't drive home how bad I feel they like were? The, the fact that they killed people who who said killed women and children kind of like equaled them out. Oh, okay. And like That's kind of started them at like a level playing field mm-hmm. with the guys who stopped people who, who killed people who robbed a bank. So it's like yeah. okay, criminals. Ver- okay, they're both. There's not one is better than the other. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'd say that the train scene, you're running at a flush, at a, like at like a net a net loss of zero. Right. Right. But you also, I for me, it's also okay. Well, we already know Idris, also killed Nat Love's dad, my right. mom, and that was cold and ruthless. To go, so you know that about him. Right. Next time you see him, he's uh, he kills uh, he kills a guy for asking about money. Right. Like, all right, that's also pretty rough. Then that scene continues to him beating the life out of Dion Cole. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's pretty bad, too. Yeah, beating the brakes off this guy. Beating the brakes off him. Next time you see him, is Trudy beating the shit out of, uh, out of, uh, Zazzy? Yeah. And then the next time you see him, um, he make, he makes Nat rob a bank. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I don't know. I feel there like was he, not enough of him. I agree. Yeah, I think his presence should be more than violence. You know, well, like when it, he walks in, like he shadows the room. It's like, oh, because like because I mean, you could chill, but like I was gonna say, like, I, that, I may, isn't that I how you show that he's bad? Yeah, I may be wrong. I am probably very wrong on this. I just want to see more Idris Elba. Yeah, I mean, for especially evil, yes. evil Idris Elba. Yes. He's so fun as a bad guy. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what Hobbs and Shaw showed us. Yeah. Uh, no. The only thing that could take him down is teamwork. It's teamwork, <laughs> right? I'll no, take a hit if you take a hit. That's not not how this actions work. <laughs> yeah, <it's> stupid. <laughs> but uh, no, it's stupid. But no, it's like uh, yeah. Regardless of like what he needed, if he needed more violence, less violence, more just like uh, this dialogue, any of that. Yeah. He needed. We needed more of him in the movie. Yeah. For sure. The movie. I would have. I would have liked to seen a shot of him, sun going down. Under the brim, you see his eyes. Like, uh, like okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Or, like, when he's leaving that little cell, you see his eyes. Mm. Like, it's like, because it's dramatic anyway. I would have liked to see him kill someone immediately after coming out of the cell. Right. You know? It's like, bang. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, can I see this gun? And just bang, just kills <laughs> Yeah, him. right. Oh, that's a pretty cool gun. Like, shoots one of his crew members. Oh, can I see that? Thank you. And then just, yeah. like... But, uh, or, or even, like, before he even gets a gun. Like, yeah. it seems to kind of like he just strangles somebody with his chains or something. Right, know? yeah. Um, I thought they used gold too much. I brought it up when we were watching oh, like the movie. the color. The color mm-hmm. of gold. I thought, 
because it because Idris has these two fucking gigantic gold six shooters. Yeah. But then he goes into a town where his club has gold everywhere, mm-hmm. and gold a lot of the times is supposed to be a rarity. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not. It's technically not everywhere, even though it could, could probably be everywhere. It's just that when you see a gigantic gold wall, his gold guns lose all specialness to it. Mm. Yeah. Well, also, it's like the the town that you're trying to depict is like, okay, they're doing okay, but they're not wealthy. They right. don't have They don't have the money that you're asking them for. So yeah. where are these gold curtains and shit coming from? Right. Sell yeah. those. You yeah. Know, like melt that, smelt that shit down. Right. Why, your saloon seems to be going pretty well. Right. You know, like, why are you, like, isn't that making you money? <laughs> Weird. Yeah. I, uh, weird. I, I would, I, I think it would make, I mean, obviously, again, they wanted the, it was a stylistic choice because yeah. they wanted that scene and they wanted that dancer and they wanted, you know, that singer and everything. And they yeah. were very nice to look at. Yeah. But when you're watching it, it doesn't make sense for the story they're trying to tell. Yeah. In the scene before, they're talking about they need this money to save the town. Right. They're like, we'll never be able to make that much money. Too. Oh, but come to the bar tonight. <laughs> exactly. But it's you're like, going save to the your bar? Like, right. Yeah. So, it's weird. Yeah, it's a, it's an odd it's an odd choice. Um, what else? We're about 44 minutes in. What did you think about the duel between... Cherokee Bill and Jim Buckworth. I thought it was perfect because Cherokee Bill is a bastard. Yes. Yeah. And he said as much. Yep. Like, oh, there's, there's, who's, who's faster? He's like, no, it's who's alive. It's alive, yeah. Yeah. It, 100%. It was telegraphed a mile away. Yep. You know, they said, and they said, all that quick shit, all that, all that stylish all that, shit's going to get you dead. All that flippy Which is interesting shit. because you would think that the, the movie saying, like, all those, all that fancy stylistic stuff's going to get you killed, kind of, kind of, the, kind of the story of the movie. Yes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> they did a lot of fancy they, they shit, really, a lot they, of stylistic they shit. They really put a, put a lantern on it. Yeah, their movie is Jim Buckworth. Yeah. Yeah, God, yeah it is. Because also when they were doing the major show, people shoot on their backs and mm-hmm. all that shit. It's like, you don't need that. Right. We ain't doing anything special. Exactly. But yeah, like it. I thought, for as quick as it happened, and as little of a build, build up as it had, because they only had one prior interaction to that scene, mm-hmm. where I could have felt, I felt like they could have maybe done another one where it got a little closer mm-hmm. maybe like oh yeah because like the first time they meet it's like Cherokee Bill's like I don't want to do this right. and, and Bill's like well come on man what the fuck and it's like you're not worth it right to maybe the second one being like Cherokee Bill has his hand on his gun is like one dead kid mm-hmm. and then it's like and then the final one is just like oh no I'm a fucking coward I'll just shoot you while you're counting yeah um yeah, because you build it up and you're like, you get that, un- they get the rug pulled out from under you for, right. for Jim because they're like, right. oh, he's finally going to get his moment, he's finally going to get his moment. But his moment really never came t- to be taken away. Well, I, one so one thing, it's a negative and a positive. Okay. Right? As much as much as they, I thought they built it up a fair amount because even when they weren't together, Jim was still saying like, yeah. you know, like, oh, I'm the fastest. Like, not Cherokee Bill's faster. Right. He's like, every time I, I try to say I'm the fastest, I hear Cherokee Bill's faster. So he's been he's been building it up for himself for a while, too. Um, and for me, so I, when it was happening, I was still excited to see yeah. it. I was like, all right, this is this is the showdown. Right? And I knew that something funny was going to happen. Yeah. Because Cherokee Bill is just built up a little... This kid was built as somebody that was over-eager and, and too flashy and going to get killed. Do you think that... Maybe they should have built up the least fleshiest character in this whole thing. Cuffy? Cuffy? I, that was going to be my negative. That was my complaint. Yeah. Is that, in the end, the person who did get him, I think, 
Cause it, it was very it was very brief her saying like oh you know I'm faster than you like oh the, the I'm in the mirror yeah like I know someone fa- I, I see someone who's faster than you like who went where was in the mirror like ah, ha, ha, ha. yeah funny. yeah <laughs> Negro said in the mirror <laughs> <laughs> but uh and and cool but like if you built on that a little right. bit because when Cher- when uh, Jim said it in the beginning you know they built on it right like it was the first the first scene is him and and Pickett talking. And he mentions, this, you know, there's this guy, Cherokee Bill. Right. And then it, and then that builds throughout the movie. Right. And then you see Cherokee Bill in the next scene. Right. Like, oh, fuck. Right. Like, and he real. is a bad man. He's a bad man. For her, it, and, and you know what's great about him is that they build him as somebody that is extremely cold, and but extremely, uh, and extremely menacing, mm-hmm. and someone that doesn't care about honor. Right. They make that clear from the jump. And so that when the shootout finally happens, like, it makes sense on all, on all ends. Yeah. Right. But one thing is interesting, and I want, I guess it's a tangent, but when he's standing behind I mean, the door, I don't know where you can make a tangent besides a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. all it is. That's true. <laughs> when he's standing behind the door to the Union soldiers and they call him a criminal, he goes, first of all, I'm not a criminal. Right. He's definitely a criminal. I don't think he what? sees himself as a right, criminal. Right, so how do you think he sees himself? I think he sees himself as a just man. Hmm. As a man who only... He only draws his gun when goaded into it. He doesn't draw it out of like he could have killed all those all those people on the train mm. like maliciously and just like cal it like just coldly go through it, just plugging each person. But he's like, that's not me. I'm like he's like he's like he's like what Hans Gruber tries to put out, where it's like I use my words, mm-hmm. but I'm really just a, a coward. Like mm-hmm. I'm really just a snake. Where it'd be like I could like he'll disarm you to come to a different. And then when there's one thing that flips, he'll then then kill you. Like he'll give you your rope so you could hang yourself. I'm trying to like find so many metaphors here. <laughs> I was but about to say. I know I'm jumping all over the place. Because at the same time, like if in that same train scene, I think Idris like glances at someone and he kills oh, he him. Kills him yeah. yeah, because his boss told him to do it. Yeah. So I think that's what he sees. He's only working like personally, mm-hmm. professionally. But his his work is crime though. His work is crime though. Yeah. So he's a complex character. That's what a criminal is. He's a complex character. I would really like to see fleshed out that more than five minutes of screen time. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I I think I feel like I feel like he was in the movie more because every scene he was in, he stole it. It counted. Yeah. It counted. Yeah. He made the most out of his minutes. He is so good. Um, but yeah, Cuffy. On the other hand, yes, I feel like they could have, they should have built it more. Like they could have in the when they went to the White Town. Right. That could have been something that she talked about that they talked about again and. Again, made it a little faster. Like if she's in there, and she goes like, "Look, I got, I got a gun under here, and I guarantee I'm faster than you. Right? Like, it'll come out before. You yeah. Know? And it, even in, even in this skirt, it'll, I'll get it to you before because I'm the fastest. You right. know. And and or if she has another convo with with Bill and like they say they oh say they're um in that first like conflict and they and they roll up in town. Right. Her and Bill could be like, right, like listen, I, I'll take the one on the left because you know he's he's closer to his gun. Right. It's like, no, I'll take him on the left because I'm a faster shot than you. You know, and they, just, so they're building yeah. that together too. So to just include her right. in this. Yeah, because it felt her. like they were just like. Because she had a moment in the beginning where she was the she's the doorman mm-hmm. and everyone called her a kid when it's like obviously that's a it's a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, what I I don't know I don't I don't think I like that trope where it's like well you're a lady this whole time. Well, it's I like, think I think that they kind of. Played that trope. They, I, I didn't think that they that everyone was surprised. I think it was just Jim that was surprised. Everyone's like, yeah. no, we we all know she's a yeah, girl. yeah. Um, but I don't like, like even the... even even uh, 
Nat turning around right. when she drops her pants. Like, he clearly he knew, he yeah. only did it because she's the girl. Yeah. Um, what is it? She had a scene where she just, like, fucking knuckle-dusted a couple of dudes. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was cool, but... But if, you, if she had a gun and right. she drew it very quickly... Right, like... Right. It was like... Yeah. You know, then, then you're establishing her as a quick draw. Right, exactly. Because right? there's three types of shooters in this movie. There's snipers, mm-hmm. there's quick draws, and, and then, then there's... Very obvious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, we're about 52 minutes in. Um, <laughs> this, I'm trying to think of... I think, honestly, I, I think that we pretty much... We didn't really... Oh, the the. Do you want to talk about the big twist? You 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 called it as soon as you started talking about it. Yeah. yeah uh, the big uh, twist. We're gonna give the big twist right now. Big twist. Spoiler alert for a movie that's out now. You could obviously see it's on Netflix only. Um, it, I don't think it's in any movie theater uh, because it's a Netflix only. And I I mean I think Netflix was supposed to buy a movie theater somewhere. Hmm. So uh, we're gonna do a little bit of a spoiler. So you know what that means. So Nat Love and Rufus Bucker brothers. They're brothers. Uh, okay, we fine. But I would have okay. liked I would have liked to have Nat Love's father built up more, so that right. when you when Rufus tells you the story of his father being such a bastard of being an abusive, violent, malicious, coward of a man, to see the dichotomy that is, you know, Nat's who's a man of God, who's a loving father, who's a caring husband. Like, you see that and be like, oh, now my my perceptions are all fucked. Right. But instead, it's just like, oh, that one interaction is it? Mm-hmm. We're not going to get a flashback? Not going to do, not right. going to do a little, can we, uh... Right. And we then, can cut out one fucking group shot to, like, <laughs> And there's another thing where it's like, you have this, so he says something where it's like, oh, like, uh, I left you alive because that was the real revenge against him. Right. Because seeing, seeing you become everything he was trying to run away from, you know, was was better than right than you being dead, right. And so if you had it where, again, there was something that was set up where Nat was doing things and becoming like falling kind of deeper down that hole right. throughout the movie, because uh, when you think like okay, when he talks about I'm going to make you cross your line, I'm going to make you rob a bank. Right, and he makes him rob the bank and politely rob a bank. Yeah, so when he does that, and then later when he says, "Oh, not when he says I'm gonna make I, uh, you know, again I turn to you into whatever," you know, then it's like, all right, well that's what he was, that that's I guess that's what that was for. Right. Right, and that's cool. I wish that was expanded a little bit. Yeah. Because then you could say like, oh, I even kept you alive, because to send you on this this murderous path of revenge, and again taint. His legacy even more, right? And like you said, if there was more to be said about his legacy throughout the movie, maybe Dion, Lin- maybe uh, Delroy Lindo knew him, right? You know, did Delroy Lindo raise him? Did De- like who? Where did he go after his parents were killed? No, I'm saying maybe Delroy Lindo knew his parents, right? Okay, right. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe and so they could kind of re- he raised Matt that as a as a yeah from from then. Right. Yeah, like it's just see, like it just seemed like a tremendous missed opportunity. To yeah, you open. could have been building it where it's like, oh, maybe if Nat was talking about how good his father was, and you could have had Buck talk about how bad his father was earlier in the movie, and so you're starting to think like, okay, maybe these two could have been the uh, a, 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 the same person, but with just different fathers. Yeah, and then you find out at the end of the father's the same person. Right. 
you know, then it's like yeah, you you tell you have Nat tell a story to to like uh, Mary or whoever, and be like my father like my father once said, you know, when life gets you down, you don't give up, you dust yourself off and you help your fellow man up or something like something. that. Something that's so different something, than like... Something good. Right. You know, something, something generically just, good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why do we fall down, Master Wayne? Yeah. So we could get back up. You could even ask someone to be like, well, you sound like a good man. That's probably why he's dead. Right. And then it turned out he wasn't a good man and that's why he's dead. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, you, and that's how you, you, you flip the script on him and it's like, oh, he's a real bastard. Right. But did he, did he grow or did he learn? It's like, no, he just got a second chance. Like... You know, maybe he did grow and learn, right? But he like, took that second chance. He took that second to chance to be learn. better. Yeah, but that's the thing when you have like, but you don't really build anything up to us know that he took his second chance seriously. We all we see right. is visually, right? Because he had a nice family, right? Yeah. No, I, yeah, I think that if you're gonna drop that as the big twist in the movie, he never had to save the cat moment. <laughs> Enough with your save the cat moment. It's a it's a screenwriting trick. It it, it I know it, it is. Ha, it, it has to be there. But it's you like want Chekhov's every. Gun. It doesn't have to be there. It does. No. You have to. How do you show that your that this person is a good person without showing that they're a good person? You have them do something for a character that has no like meaning to them. Like you have them do something nice. It doesn't have to be for someone that has no meaning to them, and he doesn't have to be the whole. And the whole thing is that like. He's a memory right. of Nat. You know what I mean? Right. Nat's the one that needed the save the cat moment, and he needed to... Yeah, he didn't save any cats. Exactly. Um, he was on a, a mission of revenge in that mission, and he succeeded in it, and again, and in a way, you can say, all right, maybe both of them succeeded because that was also Idris's plan. Right. He made that Napoleon quote about how, like, I don't know why I'm here, right? but... Um, I know, but I'm like, but I know no one's gonna stop me. Right. Until I don't know where I'm going, but I know no one will stop me when I get there. Right. Until I get there, whatever, something like that. I, yeah. I also think it's funny that Rufus Buck had a save the cat moment with the kids, mm-hmm. where he's like had a joke. He just joked with some kids. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's kind of disarming. <laughs> it is a little disarming. <laughs> but yeah. okay, let's give this a grade. Okay. Because it's um, almost nine o'clock. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, okay, so let's see. I'm somewhere between a five and a six. I am a bit kind of on the same boat as you are. You know, because I... Uh, because, again, stylistically... Stylistically, it's like an eight. Actors were very, 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 yeah, very strong. Very good cast. Yeah, very, they, very good performances. Mm-hmm. But all, everything we just talked about in yeah. the past hour... <laughs> Fifty-seven other minutes of yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I guess for me that I guess I'll I'll lean closer to uh, a five. Okay, I would say closer to a six. Okay, because of the style. Mm. I really like that style. I really like what they did. I like. Um, let me give the director his due. I will tell you his name. Sorry, Clubhorn. I know you're still there. It's a hard name to pronounce. Something Samuel. Uh, James Samuel. Oh. Oh, it's just James spelled funny. James, uh, J E Y M E S. Oh, I guess that does spell James. <laughs> James, James Samuel. Um, he, I think he's done a short movie in this world. He like this is the second time he's with these characters. He did. Mm. Uh, they die by dawn in 2013, where Rosario Dawson, Carlo uh, Giancarlo Esposito, Kelly nice. Who. Oh, uh, 
Michael Williams, uh, the gentleman who just passed, mm. uh, Omar from the uh, the Wire, and Bukim would be. Oh yeah, there's a lot of good people in that too. I uh, maybe we should look into that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I think he's I think he's a, a fan of the Western because it looks like it's the second time he's doing it. Yeah. But yeah, I think there needs to be. <laughs> Someone needed to be like, okay, we need to do something with this script. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They needed a script doctor. They did, yeah. Yeah. Get Clint Eastwood. I mean, what's he doing? Having threesomes in the mule. I mean, come on. He's not doing too much. <laughs> yeah. But no, so what, are, so, uh, what do you think? I think five and a half. Five and a half? A five and a half, straight up. Um, like I said, plenty of times this is on Netflix exclusively. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it better than Red Notice? I don't we don't know. know. We don't know. We'll Maybe find out. Sooner or later, we'll we find, will find out. Uh, next week, we'll either do Red Notice or Ghostbusters or maybe an unknown movie. Well, the fact that we don't know yet... Kind of goes into the theme. Kind of leans into that. Yeah, so... Yeah, but you know what? Until then, that's the shoot. That is. All right, as always, bang, guys... Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> Six shooters. Bang, bang, bang. Six shooters, yeah. Golden six shooters. <laughs> click, click, uh, click, bang, bang. I click, click, click. Pachoom, pachoom. Pachoo, pachoo, pachang, pachang. Uh... The the old the old blam blam. What do you think of the soundtrack? Odd soundtrack in this one. They went very kind of hip hop reggae. Yeah. Not not a lot of like westerny kind of like you know twangy. Yeah. Country. Yeah. I mean that's fine because I don't really like westerny country t- twangy. But it wouldn't be like you know like uh, now like fucking like be- a jangled road, jeans a and cold beer. beer. <laughs> <laughs> Red, strike that last one. Yeah, I, I'm sure. <laughs> Simple now. Rural adjective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I think I. I mean, I enjoyed it. I think it was kind of. It was for me. It was kind of like, oh, okay, that's different. Yeah. But it wasn't uh, for me. It, it wasn't like a bit like, oh, like cool. It like, doesn't save the know? Western genre. It just kind of gives it a little kick. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't make me feel like, oh, hell yeah, back in it, Dad. Right. We're getting these westerns going. Right. For me, it was just kind of like. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's it jo- it's still with, You're doing like, that instead. The sword and sandals movies are dead, like the gladiator type of movies are mm-hmm. dead and like the and it's uh the the western is kind of coming back. I mean, there was Magnificent 7 a couple years ago. Yeah. And that movie was successful? It's fine. I mean, I have it. I own it, so. Why do you own it? I don't know. I you... just, I have very bad with my money. Uh, that's probably more that's or less what it is. The most <laughs> yeah. honest statement yeah. made on this podcast. No, you're right. That's probably it. Very bad with my money. Yes. Yes, because there's no reason for you to have that movie. No. Really? I mean, there really isn't. Even in, like, I could have owned the original, but no, yeah. I own the remake with Denzel Washington what and Chris you? Pratt. Ethan Hawke's pretty good in it. Ethan Hawke is pretty good in it. Yeah. Uh, and so is Denzel and Chris Pratt. They're yeah. fun. Um, what do you think of this, De- this Chris Pratt hate? There's Chris Pratt hate? Everybody fucking hates Chris Pratt now. Why? I don't know. Because he's religious? I guess. Oh, I, I mean, I was unaware of it, so... No, yeah, it's like people... Like, they lost their mind when he was cast as Mario. I mean, we should really finish our plugs, but... Uh, yeah, guys, on Twitter, <laughs> at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram, at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. And, yeah, if you want to do a thing or whatever, go to tpublic.com, backslash Movie Mayhem, podcast. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> but, yeah, what's up with the Chris Pratt stuff? Guys, let me know. Yeah, let we'll, me know. We'll turn this one back on you guys. Yeah, why? What's why, up with, why do y'all hate Chris why do you Pratt? Hate Chris Pratt? Tell Is me. it because he wrote a fucking birthday post to his wife six weeks away from her birthday, saying, you know, she's doing good shit? Sounds like he got her date wrong. But he's married to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, so 
No longer married to uh, Cindy, that's right. Yeah, okay, well, we're going to work on this. We'll work on this. You work on yourself. We'll see ya. We'll see ya.